Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello folks, I'm Dr. Rob Zammett. Thank you for coming back to the Doggy Pod podcast with us. And I am Dr. Rob's producer. My name's Stephen Peters. Yes, and thank you very much for joining us again this week. What's on the show? Well, one of the things that I often get asked, Stephen, is why do dogs roll on the grass? What happens? Why do they do that? So we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're also going to chat about retractable leashes versus Mm. your standard Leash. Yeah, Lord Leash. knows about that. Wait till you hear some of those stories, baby. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. I figure you would know that. But also, we're going to have a quick chat uh, later on about leptospirosis. If you mm. can say that, you're doing very well. Because uh, it's a bacterial uh, infection, I guess, is it, Rob? It certainly um, is. And uh, it's it's on the move a bit in Australia right now. It's a bacterial infection. Uh, and there's uh, confirmation of cases uh, all around the country, I think particularly on the East Coast. Yeah, definitely on um, the rise, absolutely. And I know that Rob gets uh, lots of people asking him and a little concerned about whether their dog's protected or not mm. and uh, what they can do about it. So um, we'll, we'll talk about leptospirosis uh, in a little bit. But firstly, mm-hmm. what's been happening in yeah, that clinic of yours, clinic. Rob? I had a funny case the other day. Um, All your cases, you say, I had a funny case the other day. I reckon oh, your no. job's like just sitting around doing oh, gags no. with other vets. Oh, tell you what, this one, look, I, I couldn't believe this guy. I said, your dog's got hip dysplasia. He said, no, no, it's impossible. I said, well, that's why you've come in because he's got problems walking in the back end. He's only, you know, 18 months old. But look, the x-rays, I'll show you, your dog has hip dysplasia. Well, why do you say it's impossible? He said, because it's a cross, it's a cross, it's a labradoodle. <laughs> and what difference honestly does that make? thought that being a cross was, was giving him hybrid vigour. Hybrid vigour is when you cross two very sound animals you know, of different breeds, you do often get what's called hybrid vigour. The animals are stronger. You know, the old saying, oh, I like mongrels because they're, they're healthier and stronger. Mm, I have heard yeah, that. If you get a strong, healthy, sound father and a strong, healthy, sound mother of two different breeds and cross them, you will likely get likely get hybrid vigour. It doesn't always happen because once you start crossing genes, anything can happen. But, but when you say hybrid vigour, you mean actually uh, stronger than it would be? As a purebred, yeah. yeah. And that's okay. what they think. And I, I, I 
trying to explain this gentleman. Well, you know, hip dysplasia happens to be my area of, uh, of research at the moment. And uh, I can show you, and I'll show you the x-rays. So the, the, the hip joint is a ball and socket joint. You know, you have a, should have a deep socket and the ball fits into it. Uh, in his case, you could see the ball way out, away from the socket. Mm. And every time he walks, it's punching, that ball is punching into the socket, in and out, in and out, literally half dislocating. It's called subluxation. So it's banging. It's, he had bone banging on bone. Mm. If you know anything about mechanics in the car, when, you, when your car starts, engine starts knocking, that's a, your, your piston starts belting away inside. <laughs> that's what's happening with these joints. And he said, but, you know, shouldn't genetics take care of that? I said, people think that, uh, you know, just purebred dogs have hip dysplasia. It happens in humans. And, in fact, this is the interesting thing because of my research. I was talking to a, a paleontologist, a guy who studies old, old fossils. And he said, and he proved it, that there was hip dysplasia in the saber-toothed tiger. Can you believe that? All those wow. you know, millions of years ago, those guys had hip dysplasia. So it's not like a, a new disease. And you know how disease. hard it would have been to get a vet back then. Oh, man, I tell you, we could have made a lot of money with uh, treating all those saber-toothed tigers if you could catch one. <laughs> but So yeah. So you had to convince him that he, his dog uh, did The first thing I did is explain to him, look, this is the problem. This is your whole dog's problem. And we went through it and he understood that then. Mm. Of course, the next thing is, well, what do we do about it? Because it becomes an expensive exercise. What, and what 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 becomes expensive having to do that operation? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the gold standard for it would be a hip replacement. Yeah, right. Yeah, and around ten to twelve thousand dollars a hip, that can be quite expensive. I think they've come down a little bit in price. What, of what was my dog's name again? I've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an ex- that's expensive. Or they're alternatives, and in this case, we um, will have to look at some of the alternatives because this gentleman, the dog's not insured. Um, and he just does not have those funds yeah, that's a lot for of this animal. So we'll, we'll look at the alternatives. But a great a study was done at Pennsylvania University on hip dysplasia and treatments of it, and they studied the gold standard of hip replacement with another operation called a femoral head resection. It's where you cut the ball off, and it le- forms a pseudo-joint with all the muscles. So there's no bone-on-bone contact and therefore no pain. They looked at that versus another operation where you cut the muscle to try and force the ball back into the joint versus treating them just with steroids versus treating them with non-steroids versus doing none of that and just dropping their weight. And guess what? Loss of weight came up first really? again. So, so, just, trumps. so the dog's still happy and not, not in yeah, pain or anything if they just lost some weight? They throw a lot of their weight on their front legs. Dogs are smart at doing that. And you know, they're... they're I'm talking about 90% of the weight on the front legs when they've got hip dysplasia. So it's quite a lot of weight on the front legs. And, uh, you know, keeping them trim, keeping them, you know, don't allow them to jump around too much, don't over-exercise these dogs, and keep them on some, initially, some of the, you know, herbal things that can help joints. Mm-hmm. Things like New Zealand green lip muscle tablets, a glucosamine with chondroitin. Mm. There are lots of things like that on the veterinary market and the human market. And then later on, you, you put them on non-steroidals. But if you look now, keep them warm, all those things, you can do a lot for dogs with hip dysplasia. It's no longer, it used to be thought, of a death sentence for dogs. You know, they can't get round, they're in trouble, it's better to put them to sleep. Well, no, you can do things to, to help those dogs. Mm. 
Alrighty, there's one thing I guess we would say that most dogs do. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and that's rolling in the grass, which yeah. I've got to say does look like a hell of a lot of fun. Um, I reckon I could do that quite easily. Um, but I don't know why I would do it, other than it just looks like it's fun rolling in the grass. Well, one of the reasons you do it is if you're going to go hunting, you, you roll in the grass so all that smell from the grass and the earth is all over you and your prey can't smell you no. as much. Yeah, that's one of the reasons they do it. It's a natural instinct to help them in hunting. So it's a very natural thing. Oh, go and roll in the grass, of course. So, so it's basically them just saying, I should blend in. Yeah. So I'm going to just and roll in the grass. And that's the other reason. They, if, if you get a pack and they're all rolling around the grass, it's a yeah, sort of a sense of camaraderie. We all smell the same. So that's important to them. <laughs> this could be like a good um, team building exercise yeah. for, for officers. Everybody well, goes down to the park and everyone the smells grass. the yeah. same. Everyone, yeah, you've masked all the other smell. Of course, you also are marking your smell down there on the ground. They do it for marking their smell. Of course, and there's smells down there that they enjoy, just in the earth. And in, in, yeah, yeah, they like all that. Or of course. You may have bathed your dog and you wonder, why does he go and roll in the grass? Because yeah. you've probably bathed him in something that really smells lovely to you, <laughs> not your dog. Sadly, that is true. Things yes. like, yeah, things like um, citrus smells, you know, citrus type shampoos, eucalyptus, you know, tea tree oil shampoo. Dogs hate that. Yeah. Um, all these other smells that we wash them in. Dogs hate it. That's and a I good think, point, you know. I'm going to race off and get a different smell. Yeah, every shampoo or I've used or even when, you know, the dog comes back from being groomed or whatever, mm -hmm. they always smell beautiful to you, fresh. Not and, yes, to the dog. The, yeah. Yeah, go and roll on some... Yeah, right. And yeah, if the dog has an allergy, it's a great way to scratch. But you, you're right. Your very first comment, Stephen, was correct. Oh, they, I was correct. They just love oh. the... Yes, we can quote that from now on. <laughs> they love the feeling. And you should try it. Just take all your clothes off and race around and roll in the, roll in the grass in the nude. And okay, we'd like all of our listeners this weekend. Yep, if out you in can. the parks, doing it all the time. Well, yeah. all the backyard, you know, it's probably. Oh, okay, safe in, in the way. backyard. Let's, yeah. let's be private about and it. And report back. Yeah, see how you like it. Now, another question, Dr. Rob, I think gets asked a lot is especially with people just buying a new dog is what sort of leash is the best one because you know there's some pretty snappy retractable ones now uh, that go on for ages and then there's shorter ones and then there's ones that uh, muzzle them and all sorts i mean is is there is there a standard that you think that's suitable for most breeds sure. and is there one that's like you shouldn't use well a retractable lead gives them a lot of freedom to the dog to be able to take off in mm. long ways. That's probably the only benefit to the dog. However, ask most veterinarians and a lot of doctors, and I'll tell you they <laughs> hate retractable leads because it causes a lot of injury in dogs and humans. A lot of injury, Stephen. I mean, veterinarians also hate it because people sit at the inside the waiting room with a dog on the retractable lead, and they'll go up to the front desk to talk to the person and let the lead you know, just roll out. Yeah. The, the dog's roaming around the waiting room, going everywhere, causing havoc to other dogs and but other cats. And you're right about humans, though. I was in the park recently, and uh, somebody had a retractable leash. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And they had it out at its full length and the mm-hmm. dog was walking off to one side. Yep. Like right next to them, but, you know, uh, probably eight metres away. And, uh, yeah, a jogger went past and came a cropper. Oh, and- look, burns, <laughs> of course, on your leg, cuts on your legs. And broken bones can happen. And also, you know, people sort of, a lot of those areas have a bike track near them, mm. bikes. And that happened recently where a lead got caught up and both the dog and the person on the bike. Now, if it's your dog and your lead, you are responsible. If the yeah. person comes down off a bike or just falls on the ground if they're mm. walking along, you're going to be responsible not just for the medical things, but if that person's off work. But you mm-hmm. can, you will pay for it until they can go back to work. So now, if you do have one, you've just got to be extra careful. Oh, just don't have one. Really? Don't have one. No, so I, you're, the only you're time I like that. long leads on dogs, people that know what they're doing, they're training their dog, and they, they train their dogs to go tracking. Dogs have a lot of fun because, you know, a dog has, we say 10,000, some people quote 40 and even 100,000 times the sense of smell that we have, mm. and they love tracking Trackings are really good. What do you mean tracking? Well, they there are all sorts of things where you can go to clubs and train your dog to track. And initially they train the dog to track you. So your so, dog... What, just using your scent? Your dog's on the harness mm-hmm. and there's just someone holding a long lead. You go off and walk somewhere out of sight and the dog has to find you. And he does that by a sense of smell. As the dog gets better at that... You can give him something to smell from from someone. Said right, fine, and off they go, and they'll track just like that they do for the police and uh, rescue operations. You can just have, do it as a fun thing with your dog. Tracking is available all around Australia, and uh, most Western countries will have tracking clubs where you can take your dog to go tracking. Uh, dog goes into I've a harness with a long lead. Really. Never heard oh, of that. Yeah, no, tracking's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And there are, in fact, tracking trials, and your dog can become a, a tracking trial champion even. And lots of dogs do. Lots of people do it. Don't have to have a pedigree dog. Just join up and, uh, and join the club, and, yeah, you can go into tracking trials. Dogs love it because then, what have we always said on the doggy pod? Give your dog industry. What better industry is it for a dog than doing what comes natural with its nose? You know, finding you and then finding mm. other humans, they love it. They have a lot of fun with tracking. So, yep, be careful with retractable leads. People fail to observe where their dog is, where their lead is. That That's the biggest problem. It's humans, not the dog. It gives the dog freedom. But if um, you've got one, observe where your dog is and where other people are. And also, 
you know, the dog can race around and wrap around you sometimes too, yeah, so yeah. be careful. I mean, what's a good length uh, your dog should be away from you? What, a couple of metres? Yeah, well, when you're walking, you're yeah. in a pack. So two metre lead is about it. That, yeah, right. That, that'll do you, and that's fine. The dog goes on point, he'll be up the front, but yeah, without pulling, hopefully. You don't need these long leads. It does give freedom in the park, I understand that, but you don't want your dog wrapped around a, a pole himself where he's literally strangling himself. Put him in a harness, but you don't have as much control in the harness. We do use harnesses for tracking because you don't need the control. The dog's on a specific trail and he's out to find initially you and then later on anyone that you want him to find. Great great uh, fun doing tracking. I mean, the other thing is um, a lot of dogs uh, have their leashes attached straight to the dog's collar, um, particularly on bigger dogs where it's, it doesn't have the dog, it doesn't have a, a harness. Is that okay? Oh, look, it gives you a bit more control. In truth, that does give you, if it's attached to the collar, it gives you a lot more control than the harness. Harness makes the dog want to pull. You know, it, it is like a, a sled and the dog will pull against that. Right. The collar gives you a little bit more control and stops the dog pulling quite as much. That's so quite okay uh, as long as the dog doesn't wrap itself around something and all of a sudden it's choking the dog. Yeah, that's somewhere. what I would have thought might that's have been a problem. The, it's still a worry. Yeah, And as, as I said, doctors will tell you they've seen burn marks, cuts, fractured bones and, and worse, um, some head injuries from retractable dog leads. Hmm, okay. Well, I think we know which way that conversation ended up then. (laughs) So as we're recording this episode of The Doggy Pod, there's been uh, an outbreak uh, in Australia of leptospirosis, which is a bacterial infection, mm. which Rob will explain in a bit more detail. But, um, yeah, it's popped up a lot in the news, and I know there's people concerned. One, are their dogs covered in any way, va- vaccinated through their vaccines or whatever? And um, if not, how do they find out? And what is it exactly? And Or is it just a bit of a beat-up? <laughs> no, well... It's not a beat up when your dog gets leptospirosis. Yeah, what is it? Really, it's a bad bacteria that attacks especially the kidneys and the liver, but especially the kidneys. The dog starts urinating, usually a bloody discharge from the urine, um, and it knocks their kidneys out. And How do they get it? How, how would yeah, you get it typically? The first, well, because rodents are on the increase uh, around, around the place, mm. they, they carry this bug, leptospirosis. And they carry it in their urine, so they urinate. What does the dog do when it smells something unusual? It licks it. And straight away they get leptospirosis in their system. And guess what, folks? If you happen to touch your dog that's got leptospirosis, you can get leptospirosis from your dog as well. Oh, God. You you just upped the ante. And what's the story with humans then before we... Same deal. Same deal. Knocks your kidneys out and can kill you. Wow. So they need to, you, know, you need to diagnose it quickly if you've got leptospirosis and get on to intravenous antibiotics. It has to, the dog has to stay in hospital. It's you know, very quarantinable. You've got to be careful of not passing it on to a human or to another dog. Uh, but, yeah, very much in, on the increase. Now, this is the interesting fact. You can get vaccinations. In fact, vaccinations have been available uh, for a long, long time for leptospirosis because it's a very old disease. 
a routine in some countries to vaccinate your dog mm. against leptospirosis. Not so much in Australia up till now. And the leptospirosis vaccine, Stephen, you'll like this, it comes in a little bottle of liquid with leptospirosis plus one other antigen in it. Guess what that is? Coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> Can oh, you believe it? Right. We've had coronavirus for, for dogs for years. Dogs have always been smarter than humans. Uh, They're ahead of the curve always. They were, they worked it out a long time ago. So they've had corona vaccine for a long time. So, yeah, dogs should be vaccinated. If your dog's not protected at all, it should have two injections about a month apart. And then annual part of the annual vaccination regime should be leptospirosis. So um, ha- are there any other signs that your dog might be? They'll run the temperature. They'll go off their food. Um they can get uh, jaundice, yellow gums, uh, and the whites of the eye go yellow as well. They're the things to look out for uh, to start with. But, yeah, I mean... Your vet will be able to diagnose it pretty easily. Yeah, people that uh, listen to this segment, as soon as their dog goes off their food for too many days, they're off to the vet anyway before (laughs) a lot of the other signs show. Because, yeah, once the kidneys are knocked out, it's very hard to get the dog back because you've got to try and re-establish renal function that's very difficult to do once they're really knocked out. Once a lot of the renal parenchyma, that's the kidneys themselves, the, the, the real important tissues in the kidneys, once they're knocked out, it's very, very difficult to then get things flowing again for that dog. So one dog could easily give it to another dog. I'm oh, yes. Yeah. It's very transmissible, dog to dog, dog to human. Most common transmission, of course, occurs with rodents to dogs to humans. Okay, what an action information-packed show it's been. Thanks very much for listening. Oh, somebody's binging. Is that you binging, Rob? No, mine's oh, it's off. Probably, it's probably an emergency bing. It's probably the clinic calling him saying, quick, come back. <laughs> we have an injured dog, but you just tell them to put that dog on ice and uh, you're, you'll be there in a tick because um, you're just going to say goodbye as you like to do. Anyway, thank you again for listening. Um, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, particularly Instagram. We're, we're posting a lot of stuff. Rob's posting some stuff there. In fact, he posted something we had to take down the other day, which was... Uh, surgery. Surgery. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty... Yes, anyway, it was a nice thing to put there for a moment. But um, a lot of people, I think, had issues with cutting open a dog's leg. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you never know what you're going to see on our Instagram account. Um, thanks for listening. And as always, uh, Rob is going to... Send us off with some words of wisdom. Well, yeah, I mean, psychology, the definition of psychology is it's the scientific study of mind and behaviour. Yeah, scientific. So all these scientists study to become psychologists and psychiatrists. And yet the best psychologists, the best psychiatrists in the world are your dogs. If you don't know that and you're suffering some sort of depression, go back to your dog and talk to him because he'll sort it all out for you. See you, folks. Best companion ever. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.